on FM, on DAB, and up to date on social media. We are Radio Newark. Michael Bublé there, and haven't met you yet. A rather inappropriate title for a piece of music to uh, play just before we bring in this week's guest because we have met her yet we've, we've met her at least twice before haven't we in the studio jane good morning good morning and it's lovely welcome. to be back well welcome back um and you came on your own this time i did what yes to the chauffeur he's he's fishing on the seven oh right. he's due back tonight but uh but yes. day for us as well he's going to enjoy that today isn't oh he? yes yes he took a lovely photo last week uh two weeks ago when he was on the y he's had two fishing trips <laughs> so that, I'm definitely allowed to go to Italy next week. <laughs> definitely, and we will come to that point in, in a little while. Um, but before we do, let's just um, remind people who have heard you on the show before and tell people who haven't a little bit about you. So um, tell us a bit about your background. Right, well, I am Lincolnshire, born and bred in Boston. Um, I was a bookseller for many, many years and... Uh, didn't work very well at school, so decided to do an open university degree in my 40s when uh, my kids were quite young and I was working full-time, so it was very hectic, but I loved it. Uh, part of it was uh, to do with Italian Renaissance art, um, and I really got into that. When I finished it and um, graduated, I went into a competition in Woman and Home magazine and won a, a trip to Florence to study art history at the British Institute for two weeks. Uh, and that was it. I fell in love with Florence and the rest of Italy. Been obsessed ever since, really. <laughs> well, we kind of got that impression from previous <laughs> interviews and also um, uh. from a personal point of view, from following you on Facebook, following your blog and whatever. So um, these days, you um, you manage to get over to Italy quite a lot. We'll talk about some of the recent trips and this all-important upcoming one, but um, you, it's you're being sent out there aren't you? you you're going out to uh commissioned in, oh in yes yes places. i get commissions yes. and then i manage to get press trips i've not had quite so many this year because i've had a lot of personal things going on but i've been all over the place on press trips last year i had the best one ever to the palio in siena yes we talked about oh that, that was we? wonderful yes, i yeah. love that and what is the palio in it's siena? a bareback horse race a uh they charge around the Campo, which is a square in uh, Siena. Well, it's not really a square. It's shell-shaped. And they're bareback, uh, and it's absolutely crazy. And it's on twice a year, although this year, for some unknown... Well, it's not an unknown reason, but some strange reason, uh, they're doing it three times. But it's it's absolutely fantastic, and they all dress up in medieval clothes, and, and it takes a whole week to get ready for it. And, and I was there for the week. And who, who'd sent you out there, then? Um, uh, that was for the Daily Mail and Italia I was writing articles for for that oh, yeah. uh, and I went with Hedonistic Hiking which is a brilliant <laughs> firm to go with you do a bit of walking uh, a bit of culture and lots of eating and drinking <laughs> which is one of the things that Italy's all about isn't it it certainly is it certainly is this is why I will never be thin because I, I am not going to go without when I go to Italy <laughs> we were talking about uh, different countries in Europe weren't we and I was saying that I've been I've been to Italy twice but the first time I went was literally two years ago I just fell in love with it. It's, yeah. a, it's an extraordinary place. The people are so lovely. The food, they gorgeous. are. They just know how to live. They really yeah. do. Um, it's very hard to explain, but I, I get off the plane and I feel I've gone home. 
Yes, yeah, yes, it's really weird. Mm, mm. So I was like Italian in a former life or something. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, it's... three blonde ladies sat in the studio. <laughs> an Italian. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which actually, that's the other thing that I really like because you um, Italian. I know it's all a bit contentious with me too nowadays. But um, I go to Italy, and um, for for listeners who don't know me, I've, I've got reasonably long blonde hair. And um, whilst in middle age, you know, <laughs> um, and the attention I get from Italian men, it's, it's wonderful. Oh, they do, yes. They, I think they do, yes. Yes, I got propositioned on a train not so long ago, and it, it does your ego good. It well, does my of a certain yes, age. I, I, got, I got propositioned in one of these um, underground grotto-y things. Oh, yeah, yes. We go on a boat and... and um, <laughs> the um the the emerald grotto yes oh yes i so, got proposition yeah. by one of the boatmen oh did you my, so my oh, best so. was i was in a hotel and it was a family-owned hotel and we walked in for dinner and we had fred with us and we wanted to eat early and there was granddad or great granddad sat there literally hunched like some sort of mafiosa <laughs> godfather figure with half a bottle of red wine just finishing his supper which he was obviously doing before the restaurant service started and i walked uh, i walked through and i said um, sort of good evening in italian um and um he, he looked up very slowly so sort of tortoise like looked at me <laughs> and went bellissimo <laughs> <laughs> It's so nice to be appreciated, isn't it? Really? I was going to say, that, um, although I said I was propositioned by both, there was nothing horrible about it. It was a compliment. Yeah. Yes. It, it yes. wasn't. It wasn't harassment or anything no. like that. It, it just came across. It as was an appreciation was. of your womanhood. Well, yes. this is it. This is it. They do. They just do appreciate yeah. women. So yeah. but. <laughs> anyway, so so yeah. So um, I uh, my my being slightly hit on. Was, I think he was about 96. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll take it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but he's done with such grace. Yeah, definitely. Welcome back to Radio Newark and Girls Around Town. We are here with our guest, Jane Keatley, and we're talking about travel. We're going to start with um, something that's close to all three of our hearts, actually, the wonderful um, country of Italy. Jane, you've um, had a couple of trips just lately. I have, yes. Tell us about the places you've been to most recently. Right, uh, about three or four weeks ago, I went to Piemonte, which is in the north of Italy. Uh, the main city there is Turin, but it's a fabulously foodie area. <laughs> well, uh, not sorry to interrupt but um again if people have heard jane on this show before you know that uh, jane is definitely a bit of a foodie um and that she writes um foodie stuff too she, ha she actually has a blog called mrs key mrs, mrs. K, K. eats her way around italy or, or, yeah yeah that's yeah, it that well right? done well <laughs> remembered <laughs> and i guess really fat to the process <laughs> so, so it's all in it, it's all in in uh, the process of research of course isn't it of course yes, of course yes. Yes. No, it's not because you want to eat all this no no, no 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 it's just, it's just to share my knowledge yes, with with yes. everybody and the wine as well oh yes 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 <laughs> <laughs> i have to force it down <laughs> you've got to wash it down somehow you? yes so sorry i interrupted so what kind of foodie delights did you enjoy there right well it in october time um 
Piemonte's centre of the truffle industry. Well, industry, it's not an industry, but it's well known because Alba has a, a massive, great um, truffle fair for six weeks in October, November. Uh, and I was lucky enough to go there uh, about three years ago on a press trip. Uh, up until then, I'd never tasted a truffle. Now, <laughs> it's a an acquired taste, I think. Mm. You either love it or you hate it. When I go around and do my talks to WIs and such like, I talk about truffles and I and I send a bottle of truffle oil around for all the ladies to smell. And it's like Marmite, they either go, oh, yes, or, oh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but I love truffles. Uh, and uh, this truffle fair was wonderful. So I did get quite a few dishes with tr truffles grated on. Uh, so that's one of the things. Um, hazelnuts also grow there. That's why it's the place where the Russia factory is. Uh, My favourite afternoon <laughs> drink is Frangelico. Oh, me too. And that's yeah. hazelnuts. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. And the bottle's beautiful too, isn't it? it? Yeah, it's in yeah. the shape of a monk. Uh, <laughs> um, and also, there's lots of lovely wine and lots of vineyards to visit. Barolo, Barbaresco. So, yeah, it's a lovely area to visit and it's beautiful as well. Lots of rolling hills full of the vineyards. Uh, and then you come down to the Po Valley um, and it's really flat and it looks like Lincolnshire. We also <laughs> visited uh, Vercelli, which is the centre of the rice um, growing industry uh, and where about a third of the rice comes from. You, for Europe. You, you kind of don't think of Italy as growing rice. No, no, no. no. Well, they were harvesting it when we were there. So, as I say, it, it looked very much like Lingshi, these flat fields with the um, combined things going around and harvesting all the rice. And uh, But when I when I went to Lake Horta three or four years ago, I went up from Milan to Lake Horta and went through the paddy fields and they were, were full of water at that time because this was April. So, I've seen them in both processes, really. So, yeah, so but that was the, the flat bit rather than the rolling hills. But you seem to come down from the rolling hill and then suddenly you come to the Po River and, and it's flat, like Lincolnshire. So it is a very interesting foodie area to visit. And, I'd recommend and, it. And there was another recent trip as well. I uh, went to Bologna in the spring. Uh, with, again, food. <laughs> it's, it's very well known. Um, and they have a new place on the outskirts called Italy. Um, Italy World, E-A-T-A-L-Y. Uh, and it's called a theme park, but it's not a theme park as such. But it's dedicated to food. <laughs> food <laughs> theme park? Yes. Oh, and it shows you how to make ice cream uh, and cheese and... Uh, it's all to do with food, and it's fascinating. I, I think we need a girls around town trip. Oh, oh. I know. Absolutely. Girls around town. It's a fascinating <laughs> place. It really is. And Bologna is a lovely city too. So, uh, so that was very interesting. That was just a um, few days away with a friend, but uh, I managed to get a lot of uh, interesting stuff out of that as well. Fantastic. So, now, now we, we already know that Florence is um, the closest to your heart. It and is. it's also the closest um, to your upcoming itinerary. You're going there again on Wednesday? Wednesday lunchtime. I'm flying off. <laughs> and and so, what's the rationale behind this particular trip? It's a, it's not a press trip. It's just a trip with two friends who love Italy as much as I do. But uh, whenever I go to Italy, whether it's with my husband or friends, I do a lot of research first and try and get as much information as I can for any articles. So, uh, so yeah, I am hoping to get something interesting out of it. So, 
and, and one of the places that um, you're going to have a look at, of course, is um, the bookshop that's up for sale. Oh, I would so love that. It's called the Paperback Exchange. It's an English bookshop in Florence, uh, and it's a fantastic place to go. As, as a retired bookseller <laughs> and a, an Italy lover and a person that would love to live in Florence if she could, <sighs> if I got loads of money, that is what I would do. I would go and buy this bookshop. <laughs> so, but uh, dream on. <laughs> Well, we, but, ha- we have actually already um, discussed this on Facebook between the two of us and st- talked about perhaps going into partnership. Yes, yes, it'd be really good. Mm. Really, really good. And you could broadcast Radio Newark from Florence. You could. Absolutely. Yes, yes. So, yeah. so um, whilst you're there, Jane, I'm giving you a, um, a task. Right. Yes, you need to go to the bookshop and you need to do a little bit of research into how much this is going to cost us. Right, I yeah. will. Yes. I certainly mm. will. Yeah. And, mm. and suss out whether, how much interest there's, there's, there's been in, in the sale, whether we are in with a chance. Yes, I will. I certainly <laughs> will. <laughs> I'd love it. <laughs> Fantastic. Welcome back to Girls Around Town here on Radio Newark with myself, Jim Rollins, with Rachel Rapper, and of course our guest, Jane Keatley. We're talking travel and having done a quick whistle-stop tour of Italy or certain parts of Italy, we are coming close at home now and we're going to talk about Lincolnshire. Now, um, anybody who knows me will know that I used to work for the tourist board and that Lincolnshire was part of my patch. So I am well aware of all the amazing attractions in Lincolnshire. Um, And uh, as I said before, Jane is even more well aware of them because A, it's her home county and B, (laughs) she spends a lot of time exploring them and promoting them. The last few months, um, it's been all about aeroplanes, hasn't it, Jane? It certainly has, yes. I thought, with it being the uh, RAF centenary this year, it was a very good opportunity to promote Lincolnshire because we're full of aviation history. We are indeed. We have Scampton, we have Woodhall Spa, we have so many. Uh, And also the very lovely um, Bomber Command Centre that's just opened. It's an amazing place, really, really good um so i did get a chance to visit all these places because i got commissioned to do an article for the sun on aviation places to visit to commemorate the, to commemorate the yeah centenary. so that was the hook for this article um so i contacted visit lincoln and they arranged for me to visit all these really interesting places and i had such fun i loved scampton and i was so sad really it's going to close because i got to go around um Guy Gibson's office uh, and find out all about it. I, and I had a flyover from the Red Arrows. Or oh, personally just, for just me. <laughs> personally for me, yes, certainly it was. Uh, and, uh, and I just thought it was amazing. And there was a, another exhibition going on there called Bastion in the Air, which was all about World War One. That was really interesting. And it was open to the public, but because it was at Scampton, you had to book two weeks in advance mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of the security. But there was also another one on uh, the collection in Lincoln, which is just halfway up Steep Hill. So there were loads of things going on and I got a chance to visit a lot of them and it was really fascinating. And I got to know and learn quite a lot that I didn't know before. <laughs> it was it was brilliant. This is what I like about this job, because you do learn a lot. Absolutely. And have fun in the process. Mm. Mm. Uh, Hopefully, uh, um, things like this, this Guy Gibson's office and the memorabilia that are in there, if Scampton, clo- when Scampton closes, hopefully it will be, it, it won't just be... It, well, it, I don't know. I mean, hopefully they'll keep that bit open as a museum. 
I'm hoping so mm. because it'd be mm. such a shame if they didn't. This was part of history. Absolutely. Of course, yeah. we, have, we have our own air museum, don't we, here in Newark? The Newark we do. Um, yes. Just up being with um, the Sea Scouts. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's at Winthorpe, isn't it? It is, yes. Just just on the... Um, just on the April the showground. Yes. 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 And it's yes. really impressive as well. Yes. I mean, yes, I've been there a few times. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, they're all full of interesting stories. They really are. Uh, and the people that volunteer and keep these places going, they're, they're full of passion for it, especially the ones at Scampton. There's a big board full of all the people that were on the Dambusters mission, and they knew everything about all these different people. It, it was absolutely fascinating. It really was. I wouldn't have missed it for the world. Uh, and somewhere else you went to was um, Petwood House. Oh, Petwood so Hotel in, in, in yes. uh, Woodhall, yes. Yes. That has the Dan Busters officers mess in there and lots and lots of memorabilia. Uh, and also a bouncing bomb in the ground. It does indeed. Yeah. I have been and yeah. seen the bouncing bomb. Yeah. Is it yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not. it's seen better days. It's, uh, but it's fascinating to actually see one. And it, it inspired me to go out and buy a DVD of the Dan Busters film. <laughs> One of my favourite films. I'd seen it years oh, yes. ago, but I thought, like, I need yes. to watch this again the, now. Those bombs bouncing down. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I cry every time. Yes. Oh, yeah, well. yeah. Oh, yes, anyway. it's fabulous. <laughs> so is this going to be part of your tours then, the Lincolnshire bombing... Um, well, uh, at the moment we're concentrating on Boston, but I do think there's a lot of potential uh, in organising tours around all the aviation sites of um, Lincolnshire. So that is perhaps a future plan. <laughs> when I have time, it's, it's, it's certainly a subject that a lot of people will be interested in, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Um, just um, yeah. We all we all like um, to see the red arrows, for example, or the when when an old um, aeroplane flies over for a special occasion. So uh, well, there is certainly a lot of interest in it. Oh, there is. Yeah, there really is. Yeah. Def a definite project. Yeah. Talking of projects, we're going to come to your uh, the one that's probably top of your agenda at the moment. Um, in just a few seconds time um and we're going to talk about this big 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 celebration that's taking place across lincolnshire in um, just every year i suppose it will be yes won't yeah. yes yes mm. um, at the uh, starting at the beginning of 2020 no doubt and running through a fair amount of the year and we expect a lot of visitors crossing the pond to come for this one we are talking to Jane Keighley about uh, Lincolnshire right now and we've talked about the RAF heritage and the aviation history of the county but there is one particular point in history for which certain parts of Lincolnshire is very, very well known. Um, took place 400 years ago and Jane is um, going to talk to us a little bit about what that was and how she's working to help celebrate and promote it. Jane. Right, well. <laughs> Big subject. <laughs> in 2020, it's the 400th anniversary of the Mayflower sailing. Now, obviously, it didn't sail from Boston, but we do have lots of Pilgrim Fathers connections. Uh, and um, on the back of that, I'm hoping to promote Boston a great deal, and I'm hoping to do some tours around Boston, some Boston history tours, we're going to call them, uh, because we're expecting lots and lots of American visitors uh, I did go to a, a tourism event at the Lincolnshire Showground uh, and they were quoting all the numbers that uh, were expecting uh, from America to come and visit. Um, obviously, there's other um, 
connections down south, Plymouth, which is where the Mayflower sailed from. But the um, Pilgrim um, Fathers originated up near Gainsborough. So Gainsborough Old Hall is a big, big uh, connection. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Boston, they escaped down to Boston and tried to uh, escape to Holland, which was like going to be um, a haven there before they went off to America. Uh, but um, they were betrayed uh, and they got locked up in the Guildhall um, for a while at Boston um, before they went back to Gainsborough and sort of girded their loins and then tried again <laughs> a bit <laughs> later on. Uh, and um, so, yeah, we have a lot, a lot of connections to all this uh, Pilgrim Fathers anniversary. Uh, and as I say, I do want to make the most of it all to help promote Boston. Now, and one thing I'm sure will be on the tour, whether, whether it has a connection to the Mayflower or not, is, of course, the famous stump. Oh, absolutely. Um, mm. Now, I was uh, looking on your one of your blogs when I was writing the blog for our own um, show the other day, and it is the second highest... No, one of the highest... Yes, parish churches, parish churches in, in, yeah. It's called St Bolt Offices, it's proper name, isn't it? It is, yeah. One of, one of the highest parish churches in the country and the second highest... There's some, something else, um, something about the stump, the, the, the tower, the size well, of it. Probably the second gone, highest gone tower. Yes, yeah. But, 272 yeah. feet That's high, right, if I recall yes. correctly. Yeah. But even more importantly possibly is the fact that it has very personal connections for you doesn't it oh that yes i got church. i got married there 40 years ago <laughs> oh, no, 40? No, you, you, can't you, be really you just um <laughs> contradicted something that i put on the girls around town blog earlier this week because i said in the blog um that um more years ago than you were prepared to reveal or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, it's whizzed by. <laughs> so this is why we've got all these um, all these places in America um, with names the same as we have. Yes, that's in, right. In England, yeah, so, it is. Yeah, so they. You, yeah. So you think they're sort of stop off in Boston? Yeah, and that first first abortive attempt is what's then led to um, Boston, Massachusetts, America being called Boston. Is that right? Uh, well. Um, they settled round there, but also there were some more people later on came from Boston, some right. Puritans um, who settled down in, in that Boston. Um, so, but there are lots of places like Plymouth um, and all sorts of places named after Lincolnshire towns and villages. But um, just going off the subject of America for a while, um, we also have lots of Australian connections uh, because Matthew Flinders came from Donington, near Don um, Spalding and Boston. Uh, so there's quite a few um, places in Australia named after Lincolnshire towns and villages too. So, yeah, we are sort of uh, uh, named far and wide. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's going to be certainly going to be a very, very busy year in Lincolnshire, uh, not next year, but the year after, hopefully with all these visitors. Well, we're hoping so, and, yes. Um, so. That will hopefully make um, all the difference, as I say, this misconception mm. that people have that I think on your blog you refer to it as um, flat uh, cabbage, nothing but flat cabbage yes. or something. <laughs> yes, the times I've been down to London to travel events and such like, uh, and the majority of people, uh, all the journalists and things, um, from down south and London and things, when I say Lincolnshire, they look at me. <laughs> oh, is it flat and boring and full of cabbage fields? And, and I... Oh! <laughs> and it makes me so cross. 
yes, round us in Boston, there are a lot of uh, cabbage fields, but that is not the only area. There's beautiful walls down by Stamford. It's pretty and rolling, yeah, gorgeous. Beautiful. I was going to say, so, so if, if there are, what's the top three places that you'd recommend visiting in Lincolnshire if you're taking a day trip from Newark, let's say? Well, I think Stamford's one of them, definitely, and definitely Lincoln. Uh, I've got to say Boston, haven't I? Then <laughs> I can't not say Boston. So I've been to Stamford, and I really love Stamford. I love Lincoln because I think it's a beautiful yeah. city. Um, I am going to go to Boston. Oh, you have got before, to yes. before the end of the year. Yeah, I, I think I've been to Boston a couple of times. But um, yeah. as somebody who works in Lincoln, um, in the Link- in the Cathedral Quarter, in, in in the shadow of the Cathedral, for over six years, I can certainly give lie to the fact that. Lincolnshire is flat. Oh yes, because anybody I went up and down that steep hill. Anybody coming and climbing time. that, <laughs> they'll soon change their mind. Good exercise. <laughs> right. Um, okay, let's have a little bit more music, and then we will find out from Jane exactly when these or, or when these tours are going to start, and exactly how you can find out um, a little bit more. Because I understand that there is, it's they're going to have their own Facebook page, but Jane will be telling us all about that, and she'll also be telling us how you can get in touch with her or follow her um on her travels um virtually obviously of course um, <laughs> in um just a few moments but before that we've got well now i'm i'm really not sure about this one because i don't recognize the name of the group whatsoever so it could be almost anything but it's somebody called daft punk oh daft punk <laughs> we know daft punk <laughs> well, we'll see Right, we have just uh, oh, just over 10 minutes before we come to the end of the show and we hand over the reins, as it were, to Craig for his lunchtime show. So, we've got time to very quickly find out from Jane. How, uh, well, first of all, when um, do you anticipate the tours will start and when do you think you'll be starting to promote their availability? Well, we're hoping spring next year start them uh probably about easter time because that's when everything yes. seems to kick mm-hmm. off tourism wise and so uh but anytime now we're going to start a facebook page uh my colleague ian is in the process of writing a spiel all about us uh and then i've got loads and loads of photos of boston to add so, uh, so probably not until i get back from florence now yes, uh yes. but as soon as i get back and have a bit of time um I shall be getting it up and running. So, we, so we, presumably you don't have a name for the Facebook page um, yet? Oh, oh, I think we'll just call it Boston History Tours because that's what they're going to be called. That's what it Easy, plain, needs Boston to remember. Boston Lincolnshire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't people Googling and thinking it's America, do we? Maybe probably ought to... <laughs> it's like if you um, go onto Facebook and search Radio Newark. If you're not careful, you end up with a Radio Newark in a completely different part of the way. It's in New Jersey somewhere. Well, absolutely. It's not New Jersey, actually. It's, it's one of the slightly less well-known Newarks of the world because there are quite a few. Really? Uh, <laughs> a number of times I've been on and I've, I've, I've read a post and I've thought, surely we're not doing that. And I got halfway down and thought, oh, wrong, wrong Radio Newark. Yeah. When my husband was secretary of Boston Rugby Club, he used to have Americans getting in touch wanting to play for Boston Rugby Club. 
because I thought it was in America, not in Lincolnshire. <laughs> right. So um, we will make sure when Jane's uh, Facebook page for uh, Boston History Tours, Boston Lincolnshire, goes live, that we find a way to share it so everybody can yes, see. Yes, I will let you know. Thank I'll you. Let you know. Right. Other other ways of getting in touch with you, following you, Jane. Tell us. Uh, right. Okay. Like <laughs> and I know you've got them written down ready. I have because I've got so many different <laughs> things these days. My actual website is www.janekeatley.net uh, and Keatley is spelled K-E-I-G-H-T-L-E-Y because I get all sorts of variations on the theme <laughs> for my name. Uh, and my foodie blog is uh, Mrs. K Eats Away Around Italy.com. Uh, and my Lincolnshire one, which has been a bit sadly neglected lately because I've been concentrating more on the Italian one, but things are going to change. Uh, that's, that's going to that's going to really shake off, isn't it? It certainly yeah. is. It yeah. certainly is. I've got a long, a lot more to go to get to 365, but there are plenty of things out there to, to write about. It's just getting time to do it. Uh, and it's 365 good reasons to visit Lincolnshire. Fantastic. Uh, dot WordPress dot com, that one. Um, I'm also on Facebook under Jane Keatley Writer uh, and I also am on Instagram as Mrs K Travels the World. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and and um, tra- talking of travelling, thank you very much for travelling all the way to Newark <laughs> this morning to join us. It's been lovely mm-hmm. to see you again and we look forward to hearing more um, all online and, and on Facebook and whatever about yes, these certainly. Boston tours. And... Um, Maybe in a very short time, uh, Rachel will report back from uh, on the fact that she has made the trip to Boston. She'll be here for half term, but when half term's over and done, that thing sounds like a lovely day. Yes, out. well, I'm going to give you my card, oh. and you can ring me up, and we can go out for lunch. Fantastic. <laughs> right. Um, it's it, as I say, it's been lovely to have you here again, Jane. Uh, we look forward to um, catching up with you again in the not too distant future, and don't forget that research into buying a bookshop together in right. Florence. <laughs> I won't. I certainly won't. <laughs> Have a lovely holiday. <laughs> yes. Have a wonderful time. Not in the least bit jealous. <laughs> we-